hello again, this is John Prim. This chapter is really the big one. It's called, My Solution for World Peace. I know that this is probably totally undoable, but it's an idea, and uh, I think it would make for a good movie someday. And I hope that this explanation of it might spark some ideas in your own head. Here is the audiobook. Chapter 18. My Solution for World Peace. This idea is a bit radical, but you wouldn't care about that after it was implemented. Remember the scene in the 007 film Goldfinger, where some planes sprayed gas into the air around Fort Knox that instantly knocked everybody out? Well, what if some gas was discovered that could be released across the entire planet via satellite or something, and the gas was 100% effective in making all people totally mellow? The gas would rid every human of aggressiveness and greed. People would look at all the tanks and guns and weapons and say, what the hell is all this shit for? I think the only way to stop war is to control the mind. It would have to be a very specific gas that didn't destroy our free will, just our desire to be king of the hill. It couldn't be allowed to destroy our eagerness to invent things or care about things. It would just destroy whatever it is in our brains that makes us fear other people and wish them harm. I love the Star Trek episode, Errand of Mercy. This is where the Klingons are trying to take over a planet and the Enterprise comes to help fight them off. But the extremely mellow inhabitants are actually energy beings millions of years more advanced than humans. They can't be killed, and in the end they simply stop the potential war by making any hostile action impossible. Every weapon becomes too hot to touch, and they can't even touch each other and have a fist fight. The Klingons and the Federation get very upset about these people interfering with their will. The beings of that planet simply had to put a stop to their aggressions. How cool would that be, to have that kind of power? Yes, I know this is science fiction, but so were rockets years ago. But I have another idea that would be easier. I think there should be a high-tech team of people, sort of like in Mission Impossible, who can eliminate certain heads of state. This group would investigate the actions of all the world's leaders, and when they see something terrible, they will give that leader 30 days to cease being an asshole to humanity. If that leader doesn't stop doing what he's been doing, then this elite group will kidnap him, take away his cell phone, and put him into some kind of secret jail. The secret group will then inform the country that if anyone else replaces the missing bad guy with another guy who is just as bad, then he too will be removed. Another idea is to offer each enemy soldier a nice new American-made car if he quits the army, turns in his weapons, and goes home. I bet that would cost a lot less than waging a war. It would also be a real shot in the arm for Detroit. Somehow, the people that are in charge of armies need to be a potential casualty, not sitting hundreds or thousands of miles away in a safe bunker ordering clueless soldiers and pilots around. Declaring war on someone else should mean that you will be the first target in your enemy's crosshairs. And with the people who give the orders gone, the troops would just go home. There's a scene in the movie Patton where the American general is watching a battle from afar, and he laments that this is such a waste of infantry. 
He also says that if he had his way, it would just be the German General Rommel and himself in tanks that would decide the battle. Now that's the right idea. War is like chess, and it's stupid. In chess, it doesn't matter how many pieces are lost in protecting the king. Think of how many lives it would save if just the two kings fought each other to the death. But sadly, in chess and in war, we have come to accept that war will consist of the meaningless deaths of countless soldiers until one side surrenders or gives up. It really distresses me that we as a people haven't figured out how to stop the bloodshed. Bottom line, we knew the answer in the 1960s. Make love, not war. Yeah, we really believed that in the 60s, and we thought that uh, by the time we were adults, the world would be at peace, but sadly it isn't. I graduated high school in 1963, and those were amazing times. The Beatles, the peace movement, the race for space, so many things, and yet we still can't conquer war. The next chapter is the last chapter that deals with men versus women type issues, and it is called The Mars and Venus Thing. It's an intriguing book, but it offers no solution. I'll explain that next time. <laughs>